Then we roll into Sunday, and uh, Jacksonville starts the afternoon off with the early game. Looked like we were going to be leaving Soldier Field with a loss, James, but give Blake Bortles and the uh, Jaguars offense credit. We come back and got it done. 17-16 winners. Absolutely. Uh, it was one that, you know, it was, if you, you're looking at the first three quarters, at least for the offense, it was a little bit anemic. Um, you know, credit to the defense, however, to holding the Bears to 14 points, which, you know, in hindsight, in the end, helped the Jaguars to overcome uh, them because, you know, if you get ahead too far, you know, it would have been an uphill battle for that offense. But, um, you know, eight minutes into the fourth quarter, roughly eight minutes, uh, that's when the Jaguars decided to go with that no-huddle offense, which Blake Bortles flourishes in. And uh, from there, you know, they kept on churning, and they uh, they got the W in the end. Absolutely. And I tell you what, um, as uh, – as, um as wins go and as games go, it wasn't the prettiest thing, uh, but boy, we'll certainly take it. And, uh, you're right. Whatever it takes for the Jags, maybe we need to go back to the, uh, um, maybe we need to go back to the, uh, the, the no huddle offense even more. Yeah, because Blake Bortles, as we have seen in the past and in the present, is one of those guys that's more of a rhythm thrower. And I think the two minute offense, or should I say the no huddle offense, uh, really fits what he likes to do in terms of, you know, getting in sync with those receivers because, as we've seen, the the huddle in this case or in his case has kind of, you know, this year at least, has uh, exploited some of his weaknesses and his mechanics haven't been there. So I think the, the, the more that you can get into that Chip Kelly pace type of offense, it might help him to flourish uh, going forward, if you ask me. Absolutely, and uh, I tell you, James. However, we can get the win. They're all big. What was the what was the difference maker in this game? In your thought, in your uh, opinion, uh, the biggest difference maker, like I said, in this game to me was. I mean, a lot of people don't like to give the defense credit, and I've been one of those people that have been kind of cautious on them, um, even when they played the coach. You know, I, I looked at it as the coach were using a lot of backups on their offensive line, but. The defense, in my opinion, has played very well in these last couple of games, you know, holding the opponents to a limited amount of points. Um, I know in the Colts uh, Colt game they got upwards of 21 points, but for the most part they've shown up, and when it counts the most, they've made the mature play, which we've talked about on your show, Phil. Is, you know, it's a, it's a, with the Jaguars, what they've struggled with is being a mature football team, limiting the mistakes or making the big play when it counts and living in the moment. The defense, in their credit, they've, they've lived to the moment and they've made the stops that have counted the most. Not necessarily made all the stops they needed to make, but the ones that have counted the most. Prime example was the Jalen Ramsey uh, almost interception in the end. So uh, on that side of the ball, they seem to be playing a little bit more mature, if you ask me. Yeah, you know, I thought this was a game maybe uh, a year ago or even two years ago, James. We would we would not have had, as you called it, the maturity level, the wherewithal to have pulled this game out. Right, right. And even this year, early in this year, they've shown uh, that, you know, they, they weren't mature to make the big play in the um, example of the Packers game and, and the Ravens game. But as the season has gone on, it appears that they have they, they realize that on the defense 
you know, it's going to be times where they have to close the game for the offense because the offense has been struggling. And in their credit, they've done so. Um, Gus Bradley said it, you know, pretty much in the locker room. I wasn't in there to hear it, but word is Gus Bradley got after the whole team, first at the whole team, and told them to quote-unquote grow up. And that's exactly what the defense ended up doing at the end of the game. Talking with our buddy James, uh, who uh, talks to us about Jacksonville Jaguars football from time to time. And, James, a big win. We keep pace uh, in the AFC South now with the win. Absolutely. And we um, go over the Colts for a game, being that they lost to the Houston Texans. Um, I guess a tie or a win by the Colts would have helped us a little better in terms of the division. But nonetheless, uh, we, we are – Moving on up in the division, uh, we get a game against the Titans in two more weeks. Uh, that'll be one that if we can win, it's in Tennessee, that will really help. And uh, we also need to win this one against the Raiders um, and keep the streak to uh, to continue going. Speaking of the Raiders, the Jaguars will be coming home this weekend uh, back to Everbank Field. Seems like it's been forever since we played over there. But uh, we'll be hosting the Oakland Raiders. Could be a big one. And speaking of the Jaguars and the Raiders, we've got tickets to give away. So we'll be giving our listeners a chance to win a couple of tickets. Stay tuned. Uh, By the way, our ticket giveaway brought to you by our friends at Stogie's Cigar and Wine Bar in downtown Valdosta. Uh, Again, don't forget, Stogie's Cigar Beer and Wine Lounge in downtown Valdosta where you can relax at Stogies. Matter of fact, if you look at the schedule, James, I mean, it's shaping up, and I know there is no give uh, gimmies, especially with the Jags, but, um, you know, it, um, uh, it could be a schedule that if the Jaguars can take care of business, um, we can, uh, it should be a, a kind schedule to Jacksonville, especially, um, if you compare it to, uh, the first part of the schedule as we've started out the season. Absolutely. As of last week, um, if you just take into account all of the opponents, uh, their schedules and um, their their records, as of last week, the Jaguars had the weakest strength of schedule, according to um, one analyst on Bleacher Report. Who um, I put it on my Twitter account, but um, anyway, they do have the weakest strength of schedule as of last week. I don't know about this week when you account into who won and who lost, but uh, it is favorable. And also one thing that's favorable for them is the fact that their division is the weakest division in the league. Uh, we saw that last night with the uh, Colts and the Texans game. And it's one that the Jaguars, you know, despite their struggles, they could win if they, uh, you know, they, they figure things out offensively, get the ball going, uh, start running the ball a little bit better. Um, because the defense has been there to, or at least they've done enough to help the Jaguars to uh, do what they have to do to scrap out some wins. 